Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because... It can bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. Oh, Steve and Larson! Don't you dare be sour! Clap! For yourselves and feel the power. Yes. And all you people out there, you're watching Going In Raw with Steve Larson. <laughs> hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. Welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, taped live to Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, Smackdown tonight. So, yes, we got to 1% on level two. We got to 1%. Um, oh, first off, I want to say, uh, we want to say thank you to yes. Luke and Denise over there mm-hmm. at uh, uh, today's Wrestle Talk podcast. Thanks for having us on. Uh, it was a pleasure to be there. I'm pretty sure I didn't dream the whole thing because I woke up moments no, it before. Happened. It did it happen? Happened. Okay, so they it can see it without accessing my dreamscape. Many, like three hours before we did it, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but it was an absolute delight. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Luke's great. Denise is great. Um, if you had to check it out, go check it out. It was worth getting up at 5 in the morning for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, or seven thirty. I got up at seven thirty for it. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to get up at five. You didn't have to get up at five thirty. No, I actually had my alarm set for like seven fifteen. That's oh, what yeah. I wanted to get up. Yeah, didn't happen. Yeah. I got up at five instead. Yeah, I was too excited. Yeah, I could tell. I know you even cursed, and then you had a talking to from Luke. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know we weren't supposed to cuss. <laughs> I caught myself almost saying the f word, and then I thought to myself. Am I allowed to curse on this thing? I don't know, so I'm going to say no. Everybody else curses in podcasts, though. People do that all the time. We're at 6% now. Oh, incredible. So anyways, uh, the, the SmackDown, 
saw the debut of two NXT call-ups and the announcement of a third. Uh, and that was, uh, of course, Shotzi and Knox was the, the actual debut of the tag team. Did, so Shotzi did, Blackheart with... Did Vince or Bruce just watch Cagney and Lacey and thought, hey, Shotzi and Knox. That sounds like a, 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 a crime-fighting duo there. That's an entirely realistic scenario. I imagine they both probably have pulled several angles from Cagney and Lacey to run on WWF television back in the day. Yeah. That's entirely possible. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, dude, it was one of those things where it was like, and I know, so people have said, apparently, that uh, Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart uh, challenged for the NXT, I'm sorry, for the Women's Tag Team Championships like a year ago. Um, and that's cool. That's fine. But, like, when that tank comes out, I'm used to seeing Shotzi and Ember Moon. And they do this thing where they just sort of ignore that. And then it's just, it's two different. It's another different person. It's not Ember Moon. It's Tegan Knox uh, with Shotzi. And immediately what I was saying this morning on the Wrestle Talk podcast that I just want some continuity between NXT and main roster. Mm-hmm. It's not there. But you know what? My bitching aside, they're on main roster. They're spectacular wrestlers. One of the one of our friendos mentioned, I forget who it was in the in our Twitch comments the other day, said, "Hey, uh, for our NXT review, Great American Bash, you know, do you think they're going to fast track Tegan to main roster because the style is a little bit easier on main roster um, than it is in NXT? I mean, NXT you have those takeover matches; they're fifteen to twenty minutes long or whatever. This yeah. might be a little easy on her." Maybe especially if she's in a tag team to start well, out for I, a little while. Yeah, I mean, that could be if it's a tag team situation for sure. But you got to balance out, even with a lighter schedule on main, you might not be wrestling as physical a style. You're wrestling more days, at least on television, than you would be in NXT. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Or on the road, sorry, on the road. Same yeah. television, but on the road, yeah. yeah I mean, it's it's common. As as we saw today, things happen. And, uh, I mean, with, with Bailey, you know, she was just training, doing, according to, to the reports, Run of the mill, you know, exercise chain wrestling stuff, chain yeah. wrestling stuff, and uh, and and tore her ACL perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, with Tegan Knox, it, it would be a shame though if she was back in NXT, got injured again. If that if it did happen, and it just this thing keeps on getting prolonged and prolonged, you know, maybe her fortunes will change on the main roster. I don't know. Uh, maybe they'll do what they did with Alistair and put her in a room for a year. Uh, you know, maybe they'll, I certainly hope not. I hope not. Also. Um, but no, they're, they're terrific. And, uh, she, by the way, Tegan Knox looks smooth in the ring tonight. She looked darn The match itself was a bit on the sloppy side, but I don't think any of that had to do with her. She looked great. She really mm-hmm. looked great. This is the first time we've actually seen a wrestler since she's come back. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually she was on main event, but I don't watch that. So I don't know. Neither do I. Yeah. So. I think that's the assumption WV has about made of it in, in, in total that no one watches. Pretty it. sure they think that nobody watches it because nobody really no watches. No one watches. Um, so uh, so yeah, that was interesting. And then we got a vignette for for Tony Storm said coming soon to SmackDown. Yeah. Um, with no indication as to whether or not she's going to maintain the same character. That's the thing. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, I'm expecting her to be smiling baby face as opposed to doing the awesome heel work she's been doing in NXT. Um. Yeah, at least Shotzi got to keep her tank. That's promising. We might be able to do the math on it if we could figure out. No, that is that's great. Are you kidding me? Like, the, if of all the stuff, Vince probably like, oh, what tank? Who, who who comes with that tank? 
okay, the green haired girl, good. She 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 can wrestle too. Okay, cool. But tank, yeah. tank, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, um, honestly, the what what bugged me more about Shotzi and Tegan being brought up is that it seemed like they shortened both their names. Like Shotzi, I understand a little bit because it's longer, but uh, uh, Tegan Knox, you know what? Three syllables. That's it. Yeah, but didn't you say, because Cole did call her Tegan Knox. Yeah, I know. So it remains to be seen whether they're actually going to refer to her as Tegan Knox or as Greg Hamilton just said, Shotzi and Knox. Hopefully, they both get their full names. As a, as a tag team, I actually, I'll be honest with you. Shotzi Blackheart, it's a bit of a mouthful. I think it's a great name. I don't mind just Shotzi. Shotzi's, no, I don't mind you know, that either. It's fine. I don't mind that either. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with you on the Knox thing, though. But he called her Tegan Knox. Maybe Knox and Shotzi or ta- whatever it is. And maybe it's just while they're a tag team, they'll be Shotzi and Knox because right, it, yeah, it's, you know, yeah. Um, Until they get they get some ne- name that's like Team something. You yeah, know? that's how it always happens these days. WWE's Team something. <laughs> right. Team hell no. Team hell no. Yeah. Is there another one? I'm sure there is. It's tired, dude. But it's at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, right. What Don't put heck? me on the spot. I'm sorry. I just I was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm trying to go along with this right now. Well, then come up with one yourself. I don't know. Like, oh, yeah. What about one? Team? Team Heart Foundation. Good. <laughs> team Alistair Black and Ricochet. Team The Rockers. <laughs> team The Young Bucks. That's good. You can clap Shotzi Blackheart. You can also clap chant uh, Shotzi. Let's go, Shotzi. How about that? Shotzi and Tegan. Or Shotzi and Knox. Shotzi. Let's, let's, let's yeah. go. Shotzi, let's go, Knox. Let's go, Shotzi. Let's go, Shotzi, Tegan, Knox. No, you can't say Tegan. Doesn't work that way. Let's go, Shotzi and Knox. (laughs) There you go. You have your instructions, everybody. That's going to be there next week for SmackDown with people. And Knox. And this was the last filming, apparently, I think, at Thunderdome. Because Raw has been taped. Yeah, Raw has apparently been taped, so it's not live. And uh, so, uh, you know, this this shit, the thumbs up and the thumbs down and the, who gives a shit about. Yeah, there's like one guy whose face was like completely taken up his old camera. And there's another person sitting way back here. None of it makes sense. I'm so over Thunder. And Michael Cole saying, but at this point, millions have joined Thunderdome. And I'm like, wait a second. How many people are in? Th- how many screens are in Thunderdome and how many episodes have they run? How many people have they cycled in and out? Remember back when they had like executions and th- Thunderdome. <laughs> but let's take it back to those days. It was like executions that's, that's and like what I know nudity. And, and how much uh, how much recycled footage they've used for Thunderdome? Like well, yeah, they, you know, yeah. Then they recycle stuff in NXT. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it's funny because somebody here in our chat early on, I don't have access to it, said, uh, "You know, I'm glad they're not going to be able to. They're they're not going to be manipulating the sound anymore. I guarantee you." They're taking that the they, what they've they would learned do that before. Yeah, yeah. They would lower the like when Roman was getting booed, they'd lower the house audio. And they have probably taken all the stuff that they've learned from Thunderdome in terms of the audio manipulation, and they're just going to port that over to to when fans are there. Yep. Yep. Jonathan, God, yeah, they had some messed up stuff in Thunderdome, man. Those were wi- those were the wild west days of Thunderdome. Anything went no law in Thunderdome, which is appropriate. 
Anyways. Uh, Anyways, let's get into yeah. it. Uh, uh, let's just dive right into it. Uh, so the show opened up with uh, Paul Heyman outside of Roman's locker room. Jimmy Uso, he comes barging over with the full head of steam. Uh, Paul Heyman's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Roman's got a lot on his plate right now. He's handling something. You deserve his full attention, and you're going to get it tonight. Uh, Jonathan points out that Benoit was watching at one point. <laughs> These fools out there. Let's have Chris Benoit watch the new <laughs> Oh, God. But we got to do a video of like the worst Thunderdome moments. Wasn't but it was was it before Thunderdome that Buddy Murphy was walking around backstage and ended up in an angle, <laughs> or was that at Thunderdome? I forget. Anyways, well, that was before. That was before because Roman was the face. Roman was gone most of Thunderdome. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Boy, that was, that was so funny. <laughs> he was just happened Gosh. to be walking around and stumbled into an angle. That's the best. God, I hope that Sean asked him about that. Remember that time you stumbled into an angle? Um, uh, so the, the, the we, we go to the, the opening package for the show, which we haven't seen for a while. It is so outdated, too. Like, Roman really still is. has his shield vest on or the old Roman baby face uh, vest on. Yeah. yeah. Like, nothing. They've ad- they added a really, like, sort of jittery Sami Zayn to it. Um, yeah. It's, I, and I, I r- realize I hate that thing. It's so it's so corny. It's so it ugly. It is corny. And the, the ACDC song doesn't help matters. It's so ugly. Uh, we come back and Roman's standing at gorilla position. Heyman walks up. Roman hands him the belt. His music hits, and then he and Paul make their way to the ring. Uh, Roman drops a promo. He says, "I know a lot of you at home didn't like that he wasn't present last week. There was a lot about what happened last week. I didn't like either. But if there's one thing I can't, I won't stand for. It's a liar like Edge coming out here saying I fear him, that he's in my head. Look, I'm an honest man. I'll tell you the truth. At WrestleMania, maybe for a moment." Any fighter, he turns to uh, Heyman and says, "Ask Brock." Ooh. Fear can happen sometimes, even just for a little bit. So when Edge had that bar across his face, there might be a little fear for 10, 20 seconds. But what did I do? It propelled me. And what happened? I smashed him. I stacked him, and pinned him, and they printed a shirt out of it. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Don't come out here and say I fear you, Edge. That's not true. Only reason Edge got to him because he wasn't focused." last week he had so much going on or two weeks ago he had so much going on with his family that edge wasn't a worry on his mind he says since i'm talking family might be a good point to handle some business right now jimmy makes his way to the ring asks roman why he thinks he got in edge's face last week it wasn't for him for roman it was for it was for us uh sorry it wasn't for jimmy sorry it was for it was for us but he doesn't remember seeing roman maybe roman you're on vacation but I showed up to work. And Roman goes, whoa, 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 whoa. What did I tell you to make decisions for us? And if anyone around here earned a vacation, it's me. But I don't take vacations. I was busy doing your job, too. Here comes Jay Uso. Yeah, Roman Jay finally shows up. And he says, uh, "He says your, right man, your right-hand man is back, Uso. And then to Jimmy, he seemingly, I think, makes a reference to the arrest. Says, I always got your back, even through these hard times. Keep your head up. Let's get back to what we do becoming seven-time tag champs. And Roman says, yeah, yeah, I've been saying it all along. That's all I ever wanted. You know, Lou mentioned earlier, he was totally in full rock form tonight. It was great. That's all I ever wanted. You choose what you want to hear, but I've been saying it. Seven-time tag champs, universal champ for however long I want to be. And the way we do it is together on the same page. 
No one can touch us if we do it my way. And then he opens his arms and they come to him. And he hugs him. And he, he sort of passes that down and he lifts his head up and he goes, like, oh, I got them. I guess their heads are buried in him. And he's like raising his head high. Like, yep. yeah, they're mine now. They're mine. Yep. yep. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, after that, we got a Baron Corbin interview. He's talking about how badly he needs to win this match to get in the money in the bank. He says his life is a mess. He lost his money, his car. He's missed payments on his house. The bank's threatening to foreclose. He needs this win to get the money to the bank. He's done it before. He's won money to the bank. He says winning that contract is his only opportunity to, tur- opportunity to turn his life around. And then he comes out, and he has no theme music. Just the saddest. He couldn't afford the royalty payments. The licensing fees. Own, yes. Yeah, the licensing fees for his own theme music. Uh, this was a joy. Big E joins commentary. Of course, he's already qualified for money in the bank and he invites Pat McAfee to the couch to partake in the uh, pedicure foot baths baths. yeah that he's got and uh, so we've got uh, Corbin versus King Nakamura it shows earlier today Boogs pulled up with with King Nakamura and of course they're pulling up in Corbin's car and McAfee yells out loud wait a second did it have the license plate King Crabbin because then we know it used to belong to Corbin which is a joke that I find I find thoroughly hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, so they so uh, up, yeah. so uh, Boogs is uh, officially an a hole. Yeah, he's kind of a dick. He's kind of a yeah. Dick. I don't think it's kind of. I think he's totally and completely. Yeah. Um, I mean, between getting in Corbin's face last week, going and buying his car at auction, he's doing everything to make Corbin feel worse than he already does. Given what we've seen of Boogs. His instant is a social media. What we've even just seen on SmackDown. How long do you think you could be in a room with this guy before you're absolutely sick of his shit? It kind of depends if he's playing guitar or not. Did you? Dude, that was a that was a killer clock noise that you just made with your your mouth. That was crazy. Really? Yeah, that was like a once in a lifetime thing right there. That was like perfect. So, how long do you think you could be in the same room with him? Um, depends if he's playing guitar or not. If it's just him, like I had to talk with him. Yeah, I don't know, ten minutes maybe. Wow, that's a long time. If he's playing guitar, depending on what he's playing and how well he pulls it off, longer. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but no, there's no guitar in there. 
It's oh just, yeah, probably ten. It's 10 just him so. reacting to like a UFC fight you guys are watching. No, oh, he's just just going crazy he's, over the whole he's thing. He's trying to tell you about it. Oh gosh, <laughs> look, I don't know anything about MMA, <laughs> right? And that's fine. I don't mind that. But here's the thing: he doesn't either. But he's still trying to be an expert about it. I know. <laughs> that's where he's coming from. I mean, like, I'm sorry. I got to go. I'm gonna go get some beer. Just never come back. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I'm, I'm going to the bathroom. I never come back. Uh, was he <laughs> go to the bathroom? He go out the front door. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What? Wait, is it? You or do you do... go? The, or do you actually yeah. go to the bathroom and climb out the window? Yeah, you don't do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> was he wearing Reebok pumps, Boogs? Yeah, he is. He is. I, I kind of want to get a pair of those. <laughs> you should. I should. They're like 140 bucks. Uh, so anyways, when I saw them on internet, those, anyways, those Air Force Ones you were looking at were 130. I know, and I never got them. Oh, you should you should rectify that. I got started my own Twitch channel so I can uh, raise some money for that. Uh, so, uh, anyways, before they even get to the match, Corbin attacks Nakamura. Boogs throws him into the barricade. Goes tends to the king. Uh, Mid match, Corbin lays out Boogs and hits a brain buster on Nakamura on the commentary table. At one point, Nakamura gets a triangle. Corbin power bombs him to try to get out, but Nakamura keeps it on. Corbin passes out, but his foot is under the ropes. And so uh, the ref, you know, calls it off, uh, waves off Nakamura. Nakamura tries to pin him, but he only gets two. Goes for a Kinshasa. Corbin counters with a big clothesline, but eventually Shinsuke picks up the win with a Kinshasa for the three count. Um, and so, yeah, Corbin is just, he's lost everything. But McAfee and Big E on commentary were absolutely so a pleasure. All they the were, all the jokes terrific. that uh, uh, McAfee was making about Baron's hairline. Oh, man, it was pretty brutal. It was pretty great. So yeah. those the I believe these are the pumps that that uh, Boogs was wearing mm-hmm. tonight. You can get them uh, at one hundred thirty bucks. It looks like. Okay, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll restart my Twitch channel. Uh, so backstage, Jimmy is apologizing to Jay for all the hassle. Uh, Jay says, "Hey, don't worry about it. Edge will bring us together as a family." He says, "But do you want to handle some business before Roman has to? Meaning, we're going to come together and fight Edge, not." He's the one hugging us. Uh, Afterwards, we had Natalia and Tamina out there. They had teased a new tag team. And uh, Natalia says, this is a tag team we've never seen here before on SmackDown. Tamina says, they have some gall. Whoever you are, get out here so we can get this over with. And then uh, it's uh, it's, it's Knox, Shotzi, and Knox. Knox and Shotzi. Shotzi and Knox Shotzi on the and tank. Knox. Cagney and Lacey on a tank. And they shoot the missile yeah. in the ring. Yeah. Oh, I love that missile. <laughs> and they get a slow-mo replay of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so uh, Shotzi and Tegan have the early advantage. They're isolating Natalia for a bit. Uh, Shotzi gets an assist cannonball in the corner. Uh, Tamina comes in and breaks up that pin. Natalia tags her in right away. She boots Shotzi. That gets her two. Uh, Shotzi's isolated for a bit. Uh, eventually, though, uh, Tamina hits a kick. Uh, Tegan breaks that up. Uh, Natalia drops Tegan with the clothesline. Shotzi hits her with the clothesline, goes up top, hits the senton off the top rope to get the W. Yep. Uh, so that was cool. Good, nice moment for them, you know? Yeah. Strong, strong debut, strong win. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Not for the titles, obviously, but uh, no. maybe they'll take the loss when they do fight for the tag titles. Uh, after that, we've got an edge interview. And uh, he's asked him to uh, comment about uh, what Roman, what happened with Roman and the Usos. And he says, my comment is going to happen in the ring tonight. But the question is, will Roman have the, uh, he didn't say balls. What did he say? 
Oh, I thought he did say balls. Did he say balls? That's thought why he, I, I thought he used a euphemism. Thought, uh, the balls to come Test, out alone. Testicular fortitude. Yeah, like that. there you go. The the Joey. Does he need uh, Dumber and Dumber with him? Of course, the jewels. That's what he said. The jewels. Night by night, you take notes. That's crazy. Uh, after that, Sonya comes out. She announces the injury that happened to Bailey. Mentions that they throw to a video that Bailey cut for their YouTube, um, where she basically says, you know. Uh, uh, she puts it on the WWE universe. So this is mm-hmm. your fault. Because mm-hmm. um, she was training yeah. to be, in, 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 you know, put on the best match possible with Bianca. Yeah. Uh, so Sonya announces that Bianca's title defense will not take place at Money in the Bank. It'll be at SmackDown against uh, Carmella. So mm-hmm. Carmella comes out, talks about being the most beautiful person on SmackDown, which, of course, brings out Liv Morgan. She starts complaining again. And finally, Sonia shows her hand and says, would you shut up? Stop talking. You missed the part. I was about to appoint you as Carmelo's replacement at Money in the Bank. And Liv's like, whoa, crap. She's like, so you have 30 seconds to get out of this ring. And instead of getting out of that ring immediately, she steps up to Carmelo. (laughs) Was that worrying you too? Because like I was thinking to myself, is she is is Sony gonna get, hold her to this thirty second thing? What's is there a clock? Is there a beat the well, clock I mean, challenge it, here? Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, yeah, kind of. But also, it's like okay, after weeks and weeks of of Liv proving herself, the ring, she gets what she wants. Yeah, which is a spot in Money in the Bank, or does mm-hmm. she just not want Carmella to be handed opportunity? Like, what's what's her end game here? You know? Yeah, I think it's so, probably all of the above. You know, so if her if if her her super objective is getting back at Carmella for getting uh, all these opportunities handed to her, I guess it makes sense that she would turn around and give Carmella a uh, piece of her mind. Mm-hmm. But if her goal is to get uh, a spot in Money of the Bank, you just go, we're good. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. And then you, you just take your leaf. And you just Carmella go. just rubs her the wrong way, dude. So she's like, hey, now that I got what I want, got my eyes on yeah, you, Yeah, just wait. Just, you go backstage, you wait at Gorilla. When Carmella comes back, then... You talk to her about it. Yeah. You don't jeopardize your spot in Money of the Bank if that's what you really want. I know. I was like, oh, is Sonya going to retract this now? She's going to say, well, you didn't get out in 30 seconds, so guess what? She should start. Sonya should start counting. One. Yeah. yeah, I know, right? One. Two. Two. Three. And then Liv like, says what four. she has to say really quickly and then barely makes a 30 count. I know. Uh, so after that, uh, that's right. So as Liv is walking back up the ramp, Bianca comes out. Her and Liv have a bit of a face-off. Liv starts drooling over that title, and then well, she uh, starts pointing at the the, the briefcase. She tries to do a WrestleMania thing, but it's, the sign's not up. It's briefcase. First, she does this and goes like this. <laughs> well, she points. Yeah, she points high, and she then she points high and, and realizes, oh, that's not it. It's over. It's back that way. And then Bianca's like, okay, fine. So she says, uh, she says, Bailey, if your injury is real, she said. Uh, which I don't know that it is. She says, uh, I respect your competitive skills. I don't like you, but I respect your competitive skills. And I look forward to finishing this when you come back. Uh, I, I feel like Bianca was trying her damnedest to stay in character and at the same time give Bailey a true shout out. I know. <laughs> it I just know. came off as kind of awkward. I know. Um, I know. I felt the same way. Yeah. And then she said, uh, Carmella. Uh, oh, she said, I look forward to finishing this when you come back. And she said, Carmella, I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have Roman backstage 
Heyman comes up to him and says, we may have a problem. It's Edge. Edge intends to come to the ring, and he's going to pull your punk card. He's calling you out <laughs> to the ring tonight. And then Roman Ness says, well, what else? And Paul says, he's questioned your manhood. I'm sorry, tribal chief. He's questioned your manhood. <laughs> That's like the worst thing he could do. <laughs> I guess. He's questioned your manhood. That's such an old school thing. I know. Like if that was you or me, I'd be like, okay. Like what did he say? Like what? I don't care. What? Okay. He says, I have no, I have no testicular fortune. All right. Yeah. What do I care? Let me guess. He said, my jewels aren't sufficient. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like the, for the first time in in, in the, the whole span of kind of this Roman thing, I felt like a backstage thing was kind of undercooked. <laughs> yeah. Although you know, usually Heyman's, they, they... Heyman's performance is good. Tribal yeah. chief. He's always great. Questions your man. But really, like it, it, uh, everything that Roman has has put up with and dealt with over the last year, almost. Yeah. And Edge just saying he has no balls. Really, yeah. that's what's going to get him. All been out of shape, but mm. yeah, like Oregon Grinder here. He says Roman's expression was wonderful. Roman did sell it like it was the worst thing that could happen. I know. <laughs> Lou just says he said you he, tribal chief. He said your dick is small. <laughs> oh, oh God. Oh, I have to go out there and pull it out here at Thunderdome. I know somebody else at Thunderdome did once. <laughs> right next to Chris Benoit. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, after that oh we had my goodness. Tony Storm coming soon. Uh, and then we had uh, Seth Rollins versus, according to my notes, it's Seth versus Rollins. So, it's, oh. But it, I'm pretty sure it was Cesaro versus Rollins. It was, it was Cesaro. It was Cesaro. Okay, um, just making sure this wasn't a raw gate situation. And uh, Kevin Owens is on commentary, and as expected, he was, he was great. He's great. He was when great. When Seth pitched that fit, oh, yeah, go ahead and stomp that. That's going to help you. Go ahead and stomp on that thing. That's going to yeah. make you feel better. I'm sure that's going to make you feel better. My phone is right here. It's so good. So good. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's a fun match. At one point, uh, Seth um, pulls the cover off the turnbuckle in the midst of trying to escape a powerbomb or mm -hmm. something. And uh, eventually he sends Cesaro into it, and Cesaro just starts bleeding a ton. Well, first he, first he had the level one WWE 2K blood spot. So it was like a little one on the forehead. And then he went out, and the next time you see him, it was level two already. Yeah, it was, he's bleeding a ton. <laughs> and then by the time it gets back in, it's like the full level three face mask. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Uh, so uh, Seth hits Cesaro on the back with a forearm that gets him a two count. Cesaro rolls out of the ring. Seth tosses the barricade into the announce table. He rolls back in the ring. Cesaro beats that ten count. As soon as he gets back in, basically, Seth hits him from behind with another forearm. This knocks Cesaro out of the ring completely, not content to have that be what leads to the count-out win for himself. Seth goes out there. DDTs him on the foot of the ramp. He thinks that's it. Cesaro crawls back to the ring to beat the 10 count. Uh, Seth goes for a stomp. Cesaro avoids that. Rolls up Seth. Get a two. He looks for a sharpshooter. Seth escapes that. Then hits a stomp to get the W. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cesaro looked beat up at the end of this. Yeah. Seth really effed this guy up. Cesaro really has no business fighting him anymore. So hopefully that's it. This feels like that's it, yes. Yeah. Uh, after that, the Usos walk up to Edge's dressing Man, room. Bumbling's what they're doing. Bumbling. Oh, bumbling fools here. Jimmy's about to knock. Jay's like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait a second. We let him come out. Go to commercial, come back. He hasn't come out yet. They barge in. No Edge. That two minutes must have felt like an eternity. Oh, my God, I know. I know. 
Yeah, no edge. So we go to a Seth Rollins interview next. He's elated. I was so happy. He was so happy. He's like, congratulations, Zoro Order. I knew from the beginning that Cesaro didn't stand a chance against a competitor of my caliber. He's not on my level. I'm the future Mr. Money in the Bank. You know, the last time I won Money in the Bank, I cashed in on the tribal chief, <laughs> the head of the table. He starts talking really deep. The current universal champions, Roman Reigns, and then there's like a shadow you see in the background. Yeah. I'm like, oh, is Roman? It, Roman going to come yeah, through It here? looked like a ponytailed guy, too. I was like, oh, is yeah. that actually Roman? Um, and he said, the last time <laughs> I waited. Hayes. <laughs> Debit Adam here says it was P.S. It was oh, Michael wow. Hayes back there. Doot, doot, doot. He's all doot, doot, doot. Uh, Seth says, last time I waited, I bided my time. Maybe this time when I win, I won't wait. Maybe I'll cash in at Money in the Bank. Shouldn't be waiting. I should be facing Roman at Money in the Bank as it is. And while he's talking, Edge walks up behind him. Uh, and Edge says, you know, hey, don't think I forgot about what happened in 2014. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, dude. You got it. The, the bit where Rollins... Edge starts saying, uh, he's like, I came over here because I heard this horrible whining, droning sound. And without missing a beat, Seth just says, uh, Kayla. <laughs> he immediately puts it on Kayla. That's funny. That was That's pretty, pretty funny. funny. That's pretty funny. So, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I just thought that was so, really funny. That was funny. So, Edge says, uh, don't think I forgot what happened in 2014. Of course, uh, Seth stomped Edge back then mm-hmm. um and so edge says the difference between the two of them is that seth whines about a title shot i go out and take it and now i'm gonna go do something that you won't call roman out mm-hmm. yeah yeah no i'm glad i'm glad so evidently whatever match they have coming up at SummerSlam or whatever you know they'll actually reference that mm-hmm. stuff that happens that's good uh this was creepy uh alpha academy is backstage gable starts talking uh, it's a promo, so he's talking to the camera. Says there's something special, which I've never really thought about. But he says, you, you know, there's really something special about watching demolition videos. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting way to start. He says, especially when they feature my guy Otis, the human wrecking ball or something. He says it doesn't matter. Number one guy. I wonder if you like he got one that from Batman. Guy Jack. He says it doesn't matter who you are. If you step to the Alpha Academy, the result is the same. And Otis says, oh, yeah. He actually doesn't say that. He's in a weird shoot voice. And he says, I will destroy anyone. And they go really tight on his weird face. Smooth Otis. Smooth Otis. Uh, Edge comes to the ring. He says, hey, it's really nice, Roman. You reunited your family. Bless their hearts. He says, I don't care how many minions Roman has, though. I have exposed the cracks in the table and in the bank. I'm going to take the Universal Championship, and anybody that gets my way is going to look like this. And then he throws to mm-hmm. stills of him with the cross face with the, the bar in the mouth of Roman and Jimmy. And he says, those eyes have fear in them. He says he feeds off fear. He's going to win at Money in the Bank. And without the Universal title, uh, Roman's Island doesn't mean much of anything. Nope. So I'm calling you out, Roman. Throwing down your punk card. Where are you at? Where are you at, Roman? Well, I'll tell you where Roman's at. He's backstage comfortably sitting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Billy stands up. He tells the Usos, stay here. I got to handle this my own. He walks to the gorilla position, hands Heyman the title, makes his way to the ring. We go backstage, and uh, Jay says something like, I'm sure he's going he's gonna to beat, beat him up, but mm, something doesn't feel right. It's a trap. Is it a trap? He's like, yeah, it's, it's a, a trap. trap. And I was like, oh, are they setting the trap for Roman? I'm telling you, I keep on expecting these guys to to, to turn on Roman. So the Usos come out, and because uh, Roman's still very slowly walking down the ramp, and he's like, "What the hell?" And he's like, "What did I say?" 
he called me out one on one. I'm going to handle this. So like, okay, okay. And he starts walking forward. You're looking at Jimmy's face and I'm like, oh my God, they're going to super kick the crap out of Roman right now. But they don't. That doesn't happen. Um, so Roman gets in, bit of a, a, a face off. They start to jaw at each other a little bit. Edge throws hands. Roman throws back. Um, and then uh, when the Usos, uh, oh, and then Ray's music hits. So the Mysterio's music hits and uh, uh, the Usos, uh, uh, get hit by Ray and Dom with chairs. They come up from behind uh, uh, Edge and hit them with chairs while they're on the apron, I think. Um, something like that. That's what my memory is anyway. It was hard to tell with all the camera cuts. There was a lot of camera cuts here. Um, so they're going at it. Uh, Edge hits an execution on Roman. Uh, the Usos are taking out Ray, but then he comes to because Dom helps him. They give Jay a 619. I think Jimmy gets a spear from Edge, or maybe that was Jay. Uh, Edge gets a chair while Roman is up on the stage. Edge gets the bar from the chair again, gets Jay in the bar submission thing. They run a recap of what just happened. Uh, it cuts back to Edge, and he says, one week, Roman, one week. And then uh, they do the same thing to Jimmy, and they do it to, like, both of them. And yeah. it's just I, I kind of feel like they were just they, – they were running – Long on time, like they were like, "Oh crap, we got to stretch this out." So they just did like the same thing a couple different times. Yeah, he would stretch one USO with the bar in the mouth and go the and go the other one, then back and forth. Right. Yeah, that's kind of how it went. Exactly. Want to answer some questions? Yeah, let's answer some questions. I have a thread up here on the Patreon. This next week on Thursday, we've got the Patreon exclusive, and for Twitch subs and YouTube channel members. Rendell Club TV exclusive. The numbers don't lie. Also known as Going In Raw Math, the show. So we're going to officially, with the help of the friendos, determine the official mathematical rankings of your favorite classic wrestlers and wrestlers from today, assuming we have enough empirical data to do so. Exactly. This show is all about math and science. First up, but it's intriguing. It's very exciting, very entertaining. First up, the man who invented the template for what we use for going in raw math. Correct. Brett the Hitman Hart. Yeah, I hope I hope you guys understand I'm I'm eleven out of ten and everything. Except for promo I'm an eight out of ten. I'm not very good at promo, eight out of ten. I thought he was a six out of ten. He did promo. say he was he said, Yeah, promo's my weakest thing, you know, not very good at promo, six out of ten. It's still pretty good. Yeah, it's above average, Brett. Yeah, exactly. Uh, G-Man Five gets the sub to the Mog says, "Thank you, G-Man Five. Thank you, G-Man Five. Blake Whitehouse says, "Could we see a cash in on a champion in NXT?" No, I don't see that happening. I mean, I I think it's it it could be like they could do that. They could do kind of anything, but I just don't see that happening. Um, before we continue really quick, I want to mention this also. We got a couple new patrons, Jay Wobbles, Jose Got Beats, Red X Al, uh, Not Now Mike, uh, Kyle Weiser, Kyle Coffey, Stephen Babb, and Big Boy, oh, and Simon Almond. Thank you very much for your support. They will all be able to see the numbers don't lie. Also known as going in wrong about the show, the show, 
Correct. Correct. Uh, Gary MacArthur, uh, about uh, Shotzi, maybe Tegan losing half their names, says it's because long names aren't as easy to fit on poorly made t-shirt graphics. Yeah, but Tegan Knox is not that long a name. I know. Like the two words. Uh, let's wow, see. Frederick the Dino says the Buddy Roman thing happened two years ago, like the summer of 2019. That I remember makes that, sense. that segment from just like yesterday. That That's makes crazy. sense. Jester Design says, so is this an official call-up for Shotzi and Tegan? No final match with Candice after costing her the title. I think that's still a possibility, but I wouldn't guarantee it. It could just be she was there to screw over Candice, and then and then that's it, Mattress Man. Then she's, and then she's up. Could be. Could um, be. Yeah. Uh, CD374, the sub. Thank you so much. Muted May Day says, I thought Roman was going to do the classic knock Jimmy and Jay's heads together for the hug. Yeah. I, I, I. Moses opposes in Cape Fabe is Baron Corbin's contract just really bad? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, Spectre <clears throat> says, uh, what if the reason that Jay left was because he went to scout some talent and he brings Bronson Reed to the family? Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be neat. Um, let's see here. Uh, David Matushik, considering WWE's returning to touring, how do you think SmackDown will try to hold the momentum of having good show after good show? So generally speaking, SmackDown, at least in our estimation, is pretty decent. Um, I, I think they got some they got some fun matchups coming up. They got you know Seth and Edge. Uh, this Edge and Roman thing is pretty decent. After mm-hmm. Money in the Bank, you're going to have some mix of them. Um, so I don't know. I think they've got some good. They've got some good stuff going on. They got. I like the Otis stuff. The Baron stuff is pretty cool as long as they get him the hell away from Nakamura at this point. Maybe he'll find his redemption at King of the Ring. I don't know. <clears throat> uh, the Inspector Butts. Hey, friendos. Hope you all been well. My question is: With fans coming back in a week, who do you think will be the most affected by the live crowd, both pos- positively and negatively? Positively. Is there somebody the fans have just been waiting to pop huge for? Uh, yeah, I think Bianca's finally going to get the full, you know, the full throttled fans behind her on main roster thing. Um, I mean, obviously, they got to see something pretty special night one at WrestleMania. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think she's so genuine. I think that they're going to get behind her pretty big. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see if they carry Drew to you know the 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 title scene again. I feel like there's the possibility they won't, but I feel like there's the possibility that if they if they really give him some decent creative sort of chasing, like maybe away from the title, because obviously with Lashley there, he can't go after the title now. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. after that. Maybe the crowd will get behind him so much that he has to get back up there. Yeah. I mean, his Royal Rumble win was just, remember that massive moment right there? Yeah. It was pretty huge. It was pretty huge. It was pretty huge. You got a question? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Maxter of Puppets. Do you guys think Shinsuke's persona from New Japan would work in WWE? And do you think his current gimmick would work uh, in New Japan? I don't think they would use him the way WWE is using him in New Japan 
But I don't know. I mean, he might. He given that he's done everything in New Japan, maybe he'd he'd like to be part of the King of Pro Wrestling thing. Maybe you know the goofy stuff with Yano. Maybe he'd like to do that kind of stuff. Um, I'll be honest. I haven't seen enough of his stuff in New Japan to understand what his persona there was as opposed to what it was in NXT. I don't know if there was much of a difference. I mean, he was was he largely a, a heel in New Japan? Well, the the origins of chaos, they had they were a heel faction. They were bad guys, but wasn't he like a tweener by the time he, uh, you know? So yeah, yeah I don't know. Uh, White Brownie with Liv taking Carmella's made the bank spot and only two spots left. Who do you see taking those spots? Um. So the two I mean, spot, it, the two spots are on SmackDown, right? Yeah. So it could be some combination of Natalia, Tamina, Shotzi, and Tegan. Yeah, I was thinking. And that then there's Sasha there as well. Maybe the reward for beating the tag champs was Tegan and Shotzi getting money in the bank, or I mean, there's one SmackDown left. I don't think they're going to have Tony Storm just show up and go on Money in the Bank, but it's possible. They'll probably have. Maybe they'll have qualifiers. They'll have. Yeah, right. Yeah. The uh, yeah. Natalia versus uh, uh, Shotzi mm-hmm. and Tegan versus Tamina or something mm-hmm. like that. That could be. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, Eddie Brock's Venom says, Are you guys hyped to have real fans back next week? And will you miss Thunderdome? I will not miss Thunderdome. I am very happy to have fans back. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Jorge D with Corbin being down his luck and in need of immediate cash. He looks online for wrestling related jobs. He sees that going in raw has a job opening, decides to give you guys a zoom call. Corbin proposes to split profits three ways because he can guarantee at least 1500 mm, new subs. Nice. Do you take the deal? If so, what are Corbin's going in raw duties? Uh, he T reviews raw. Um, just solo, good. just solo. You know, yeah. we get that off. That's good. Or we'll get him on the, with the enforcer. Monday nights, you know, so we can get back in the game of who's reviewing it on Monday nights. Um, oh, there you go. Perfect. perfect. So he takes that. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, you know, any editing that needs to be done, we can bring back 10 for the win. He could do research. He can write it. So all we have to do is perform. Sure. All we have to do is voice. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. He could take all the notes for all the shows, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Lipkin, if you could replace your hair with the hair of any, uh, of any wrestler, whose hair would you choose? If you could, re- if I could replace my hair with the hair of any, re- it's easy to be Trent Seven. It's Trent or Kenny Williams. Oh, Kenny, Kenny Williams, Williams has great, has great hair. hair. His great hair might be hair. too good. Yeah, no. It might look weird on me if I had that because it looks. It so definitely good. look weird on me. At least Trent too- is older, so like, yeah, you know, but it's still great. Yeah, he's got a great head of hair. Yeah, absolutely, great head of hair. Uh, dang him, Q. What week Corbin needs to come out wearing a potato sack, but next week he needs to come out wearing a barrel. <laughs> That's good, yeah. He's got the straps on, yeah. Yep. Uh, night by night, if someone stole a briefcase containing your most important documents and papers, what SmackDown superstar would you recruit to help retrieve it? Well, it was going to be, it would have been uh, Breezango, but then they got released. Yeah. Fashion Files. You know, this is. What I'll, I'm going to say Otis, 
He knows what it's like to lose a briefcase. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's good. And now this is me notice. Smooth me notice. Smooth me notice. Yeah. So he'll do whatever it takes to get that briefcase back. Yeah. Him and Gable. Yep. Uh, Uh, John Elite, are they going to bring back the Raw and SmackDown sets pre-pandemic? Are they totally new sets? We've been hearing that they're going to have new stuff. We've heard totally new. Yep. Yep. Uh, All right. That's going to do it for us. Twitch chat. Stick around. We will answer some more of your questions. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Hopefully, you have a good weekend. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now. All you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.